I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again, Strapsies and Boys. First pod of 2022. Yeah, yeah. Um, come on, come on. Episode 71. You know the drill by now. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And you know the drill as well. Strapsies and Pod or Strapsies and Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you hit the link in the bio on those two sites there. Um, there's a link to all of our links for all the audio platforms that we're on, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube as well. YouTube channel link is there as well. If you like visuals, make sure you like, subscribe, and um, wherever, yeah, wherever you get your kick for your podcasts, make sure you hit us up on there. Um, comment, leave us a review, all that good stuff, man. Um, yeah, bro. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all the listeners as well. New Year. 2022 let's um let's get this cracking bro um let's start let's start the year off right um yeah okay so only a few things i want to talk about today for this for this episode right yeah, um, yeah. there was a sneaky little card the other day um sneaky heavyweight card we didn't really talk about it on the last episode because obviously we'll round up a lot of other stuff but it's concerning a couple familiar faces right so I feel like it's only right that we sort of break it down what sort of happened and um, then talk about, obviously, general boxing news that's happened over the past week. But, yeah, starting with the card, it was a PBC card, pay-per-view card, uh, headlined by, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm talking about the, paper, the fact that it was pay-per-view as well because what, PB, what PBC are doing is robbery. Um, but, yeah, headlined by Luis Ortiz and versus, versus Charles Martin. Um, two washed up dons, in my opinion. Um, yeah, man. And what I saw unfold before my very eyes told me everything I need to know about these two and how washed up they are. And once again, I can't believe this was a pay-per-view fight. That is insane <laughs> from PBC. I'm sorry. Al Heyman, that is insane. I'm, in fact, I'm intrigued to know how many bars this one did. Uh, I can tell you from, from the jump, it's poor. Yeah. From the jump, I can tell you support because yeah. the reason why I even clocked it was pay-per-view. I saw, what's it called? All these PBC fighters proper promote, promoting and plugging this fight. They were like, uh, from Errol Spence Jr., he was uh -huh. like, yeah, make sure you tune in for this fight. Deontay uh -huh. Wilder was like, make sure you tune in. I've never seen fighters promoting a pay-per-view card that they're not on. That's nasty, man. Nasty, <laughs> so nasty, nasty. They had them working overtime. How can how is Charles Charles Martin and Ortiz making a pay pay per view? Um, when was the last time we saw Charles Martin? Um, against Joe Washington or someone? Yeah, I think so. Because he, he got the win. Yeah, because they they tried saying that he's on a bit of a comeback trail, like he's he's starting to do do well again, I guess. But from what I saw. It's still the same old Charles Martin, really. You know, something that's nothing special and whatnot. But let's talk about King Kong, King Kong Ortiz, bro. Let's let's talk about him because he got the W. You know, he, he won. You know, in devastating fashion. <laughs> sixth, sixth round KO. 
Um, which is, I guess, what you'd expect from the so-called boogeyman of the heavyweight division. Yeah. We expect him to be getting out guys like Charles Martin. Even though Charles Martin's a former champion, he wasn't a highly regarded champion. Uh, like I said, it still kills me to this day that Charles Martin got that title and then decided to cash out straight away. Kind of says the type of person he was. <laughs> to be fair to him, he, he's the smartest one out of the bunch because certain <laughs> man... Had the, oh, had the opportunity. They didn't get the themselves out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Secure the bank. I'm about to say, certain man ducked and priced themselves out. Um, other man just ducked full stop and never never got to the bag. Um, yeah, Charles Martin, yeah, he got that title and straight away called out AJ. Like I said, you, you rarely ever see the champion calling out a challenger, but he knew that AJ was a money train, so he was going to go get that money. And yeah, he lost in easy fashion, but I don't think he cared much. Um, but yeah, he's someone that isn't seen as someone that's a competitor in his division at all. Whilst Ortiz, for the life of me, I don't know why, has been regarded as someone that is a real, real fixture in his heavyweight division. Like I said, the boogeyman, which I think we've debunked many times on this podcast about this boogeyman status, right? Um, there's, there's a certain demographic <laughs> that like to throw Charles, not Charles, they like to throw Lewis Ortiz in. The discussions of top five or top ten heavyweights. I want to hear what they say now, you know. <laughs> but uh, I promise you, they're still going to try and put him in there. I promise you, because they will see KO Charles Martin like not defeated Charles Martin by KO. Yeah, he still got it. Blah blah. But from what we saw, he definitely doesn't have it anymore. Um, I can't believe it, bro. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Charles Martin drop this guy twice, and. Okay, one, one of them was a bit contentious. I think it was the first round. It was, it was back of the head, sort of ear, like really behind the head. So mm. one of the ones where you're thinking, mm, really, realistically, that's not really a legal punch, but the referee still counted. So it counts as a knockdown. But it was the second one that baffled me, bro. That's, that's, <laughs> the, one that, that's the one that like, spun me. I've seen Charles Martin knock down Luis Ortiz with a jab, bro. A jab. No, but a stiff one. Just a calm, just, just a, 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 almost like a tap jab. A glancing jab. Do you know, I, do, I, do you know how mad that is? Bro, I swear, I had to rewind it several times because I was looking, I was like, is that a slip? Was that actually it? Yeah. But from Luis Ortiz's face, he looked up, he was mm-hmm. smiling, he acknowledged the shot. He was like, yeah, good shot. <laughs> good shot, bro. I couldn't believe what I was saying. I was like, What? And even after the first one, I was like, nah, Ortiz, you're finished. Regardless of the, the result of this one, you're finished. Bro. Um, was... The fact that Ortiz woke, like, he got up and not yet, he was smiling, nodding. So he acknowledged the fact that it was a shot, good shot. And he looked shaky as well. He didn't look all right. I thought, yeah. I thought, yeah, Ortiz. Come on, bro. You're 60 years old now, man. Come on, bro. It's, it's, it's enough. You know, I'm watching him thinking this guy's undermining Wilder's power. But I'm getting just put down by Charles Martin. And I'm looking at Wilder's power. Does Wilder really have that much power? Then? Charles Martin ain't a big, big puncher. He's known for being a big puncher. And, Charles... and throughout that fight, even, bro, I caught that, that Charles Martin had Ortiz under, you know, like under stress a couple of times. Like he was countering quite well. There was, a, there was a portion of that fight when Martin gained confidence and was even looking to press the action and counter Ortiz and sit down on his punches. And Ortiz didn't really take it too well. 
Um, so yeah, it just for someone that is like I said, highly regarded, seen as a as a problem as a boogeyman, you know, for you to be you know to get dropped twice by Charles Martin and just look not look the best, and I think his previous fight as well, Ortiz, he didn't he didn't look good, uh, or his last couple he hasn't looked great. Ever since that second Wilder loss, he hasn't really looked amazing. I don't think. In fact, let me even bring up his um. His last fight was against um, someone, Flores, and that looked like a fake fight to me because Flores just took a dive and called it, called it a day. Might be yeah. early on. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, so it was Flores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I meant after I was thinking back to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking of the... Because of the, of, I remember it was after the um, the first Wilder loss when he didn't look amazing because I think it was a ha- the hammer fight, which he didn't look great on. But, um, yeah. yeah, I forgot that was before the second Wilder fight. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, fair, yeah, this this might be his best win. This might be the <laughs> best day with his resume. <laughs> what, what? You this, want to tell me otherwise? I, I, literally, be the best I love day with to. His no, this is my rebuttal to you know when people say when they bring up Ortiz's name in discussions of like the top heavyweights, right? Um, I always like to say, okay, apart from the two Wilder fights, who has he fought for you to warrant that you know he's such a guy that can upset the apple cart and whatnot, and even. The guys who are Ortiz fans, they fail to mention that, bring out the name. I have to, I have to read off the, mem- the resume for them. The Dave Allens, the Travis Kaufmans, the Brian Jennings, um, Malik Scott, uh, Tony Thompson, um, Monte Barrett. I mean, these aren't exactly like top tier opponents. I'll be real. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. out of everyone I just named there, maybe Brian Jennings is probably the most, most credible one. I'll probably say Brian, yeah, I'll probably say Jennings, but maybe the most credible, but now it's Charles Martin. Now okay, yeah. Now it's former cha- yeah, okay, yeah. For, former champ. The first former, first yeah. former champion he's beat, no? Yeah, he is. And even then, that's this questionable champion, but still it's a champion. Oh man, Luis Ortiz is no boogeyman. He needs to retire. He's about 60 years old. The peds, the peds done worn off, as we can see. The peds are no longer in the system. They've they've definitely worn off. How many times have he been? He's been caught a couple of times for pets. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's just, it's, it's just, yeah. He's not it, man. Um, he's not going to cause any. I remember people were adamant that like Ortiz beats guys like White and stuff. I said, no way. Come on, Impossible. man. Impossible. Come on. I can, I can and, see and, why and, he ducked AJ. And I then can there see was, why he ducked I, yeah, AJ. Of course. <laughs> and he openly ducked AJ. We, that's not even like a. He openly, he would he'd like to talk about AJ, doesn't want it with him. Herm was like, okay, cool. Here's, your, here's, a, here's triple your career high purse. Come fight AJ in London. He came up with all kinds of excuses and literally ducked. So he even held his hands up afterwards. He said, all right, it was his, it was his manager's fault. Like, yeah. He didn't realize. He threw his manager under the bus for that one. Yeah. Nah, man. He's, Ortiz isn't, isn't anyone special. I mean, maybe when he was younger, he was. I mean, he's not a crap boxer at all. He's actually very, he's got skills. Cuban, yeah, of course. He he's a very skilled but, but, um, fighter, but. He's got lo- he's got lofty um, praise, and I feel like he hasn't earned that praise at all, um, especially with the resume and the guys he's fought, and just how he looked, how he's looked in some fights. Um, Martin gave him problems, and Martin more problems than Wilder. Yeah, and Martin is. <laughs> I mean, he he had he had Wilder on toast in that first, especially in that first fight. Up, up until obviously the Wilder landed the pattern. Even the second one. Yeah, he was winning the fight. In the yeah. second one until until the stop. Obviously, as until the equalizer, as we know. Um, so yeah, man. Um, and Ma- Charles Martin isn't someone that I consider as tough opposition. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, I mean Charles Martin is Charles Martin. 
Um, he's another one that his resume isn't the really the best in terms of, I mean, Gerald Washington, who everyone always beats. I mean, he lost Adam Koenaki, who I think what is lucky, like, like Koenaki, who's the brother who, who beat Koenaki? Um, uh, what's his name? The big guy. Um, back to back, he lost to. What's his name? The, the, what, the, the Finnish guy? Um, yeah. Oh, I know the name as well. I've got, I got, I got it. Hellenius. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, that's bad as well. And Kolonaki, they, they tried, they tried to gas up as well. Um, yeah, man. Like, I'm looking at the rest of like, Daniel Martz, Gregory Corbin, Brian Poe. Like Charles Martin's resume is nasty. Yeah. Very, very nasty resume. And uh, he's been, he's been talking the most. You remember <laughs> him calling out White? He said yep. he wants to fight AJ back to back. After he beats Ortiz, yep. yep. You, you even looking at him, he doesn't even look like a fighter to me, man. Mm. <laughs> the way he's for him, but yeah, he, he, he like I said, he, he, for six rounds. he had success. And he had periods of success in in that fight. Honestly, where he actually looked good, he was countering Ortiz, and Ortiz is making the counter puncher. He was countering Ortiz well, you know, um, forcing it as well, fighting nicely on the back foot. The not the actual stoppage was was funny. Um, Ortiz has obviously caught him with some good shots, unloaded. But the funny part about it was when Martin, so he's falling like around the ropes and he's got, yeah. his, he's got his arm tangled in the ropes, isn't it? Yeah. And like he couldn't get, like he had to get the referee assistance to help him like un, sort of like un, untangle himself from the ropes so they can get up and carry on fighting. And obviously once he got up, then Ortiz went and closed the show and the referee jumped in. So yeah, um, like I said, I expected, when that fight, when this fight was, I expected Ortiz to, stop Charles Martin. I just didn't expect Charles Martin to offer, even though it was for six rounds, I didn't expect it to show, you know, to show that kind of stiff resistance, honestly. I definitely didn't expect him to drop him twice. I'll be so <laughs> One off what a jab. You, what did you make of the stoppage, though? Because he was out. When, when, as soon as all he's hitting, remember, my man shut down. He was looking yeah. at the crowd. He was yeah, looking yeah. into space. Yeah. And the, and the ref was just watching. Yeah, I thought the ref should have jumped in there because my I, that's what I said as well. Feet. When I when I watched it and that's yeah, I was like, wait, why ain't the referee jumping in yet? He just he just he let it happen. Lost. Yeah, he hit him and my man just started looking into space like, yeah. where am I? It was, and then and it's so funny just because obviously jumped on him. Yeah, and it was so funny because Martin then obviously had the goal to protest as well. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's how that's how to lose it. Like <laughs> yeah, as opposed to you know we said lived enough for like at least. He's trying to protest and act like act like it was like unfair stoppage. Martin was complaining. I thought so, my guy. There was there was blood there was blood streaming down his face, you know. And my man was beating up. <laughs> and my man was complaining hard. I thought, okay, cool. That's how to do it. <laughs> he went from looking fresh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this was like, ten seconds. <laughs> he went from looking fresh to battered, and that's yeah. the rest for because yeah. Ortiz hit him, and my man like turned and was looking into the crowd like like where am I? Mm. And Ortiz jumped on him, beat him black and blue. My man mm. got caught it, tangled in the ropes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, as soon as the ref, even the, that, the ref stopped counting to let to untie him. Yeah. The ref got to seven, and Mama was like, Look, I'm stuck. And the ref stopped counting, untied him, and then he went back to get another beating. Yeah. And like you say, he was protesting. Fair play to him. Yeah. <laughs> fair play to him. Fair play to him. Um, so, yeah, they expected a victory for King Kong Ortiz, but. Like I said, nothing impressive. And he, he, look, his name needs to be stopped being mentioned now in these circles when we're talking top heavyweights. Ortiz is not it. I personally don't feel like he's been in that, in, on that level for a while. 
Um, yeah, man, uh, all the top guys batter him, in my opinion. Um, it is what it is. You know, a, he's old. He's an old, old man. Um, don't, don't nobody know his real age. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm trying to see, though. I want to see something. Tesoro versus Ortiz. Yeah. One for me. Yeah. One that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because I know, I know who I want to back. Yeah. I know who I'm supporting. I know who I'm fully supporting. Come on now. We're, <laughs> we're going to war. <laughs> if Charles Martin could give you help. Yep. Yeah, you're in for a long night versus my boy. Yep, yep, yep. Facts. <laughs> oh, Facts. You, you know what they're going to do? What? what? They're going to Tr- run Trilogy Wilder. Trilogy with Wilder. Bloody hell. They're going to run, run out of pay-per-view. If they Bloody can hell. Charles Martin Ortiz pay-per-view. Yeah, they can, do, they can do anything. They can see. You know what? This pay-per-view thing is pissing me off, you know. Because you, you do you know Furman Barrios is also pay-per-view? Yep. PBC are crooks. I'm sorry, they're criminals. Yeah. How the yeah. hell is that a pay-per-view fight? Keith uh, you Furman, need to, you Barrios. Need to the pay-per-view in US is different. That's dollars. $80. $80 a pop, bro. How? Yeah, nah, nah, nah. That, that is criminal. I'm, that is so... Cr- and yes, I'm not... Look, Keith Furman was once a draw, but Keith Furman hasn't been active properly for a while now. And Barrios, I mean, he fought Tank. I mean, he's, he's not like a big name like that, is he? But yeah, man, it's... Yeah, for that to be pay-per-view, I can't believe it. But this, this yeah. one as well, pay-per-view, unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. It's strange because once Mayweather left the scene, I thought we'd start seeing pay-per-view fights as opposed to pay-per-view stars. Mayweather was a pay-per-view star. Whatever he done was a pay-per-view. So I thought we'd start seeing the best fight the best, and that's pay-per-view. Now they're just slanging anything as pay-per-view. They're slanging well, 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 What do you say? It's, it's, it's stepped on yet. It's stepped on. <laughs> the week, the week product. Back to the prime week, it's stepped on. <laughs> we need that before, good product. Before it was raw and uncut. <laughs> Oh no! They're giving us the stepped-on product. That is peak. It's true, man. It's so so true, man. This that pay-per-view system over in America is stepped on, yeah. fully fully stepped on, bro. That's <laughs> what they said. They're selling to us. And what's it? Was even products like Brian Castaño versus? Yeah, um, that should have been. If that, that was pay-per-view, I we wouldn't have complained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was a pay-per-view. Yeah, we said that that this really should be the pay-per-view fight. Or it could um, have been. I expect yeah. well, not that it should have been, but it could have been. Like if they yeah. if they're slanging us this. That's what I'm saying. Like how how yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. I, I buy that. I don't know why they're saying slanging us. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not us, yeah, it's it's them, but I feel for them in that yeah. sense, if that's what they've got to put up with. Um yeah, man. And I'm thought, yeah, I mean it'll do buyers, but it's just not it's almost I don't want to say it's calling the public because it's not really calling them, but it's like they they shouldn't really be having to pay 80 pounds. Oh, sorry, eighty dollars for, for for that kind of fight. Like pay per view fights, really should be the best fights. Really, it really should be like it's the best versus the best mm. or something title fight at least something that's high in demand. I promise you, Lewis Ortiz versus Charles Martin was not high in demand. Girl. Nothing, nothing fight <laughs> on, nothing on the fight. on the Christmas weekend. Nah, man. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. But yeah, nah. but yeah, um, I know what I want to see from Ortiz next. So yeah, if you're still, if you, he should pack it in. I want to say that first of all, he needs to it pack there. it in. He should pack it in. He looked, he looked older, um, there. older than what he normally is. Yeah, um, but if if you're still hacking about, I know someone you could do with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right, moving on. Um, I just, I, I think we should just like, obviously, just give a little roundup of, I guess, what what's been about in boxing. Um, for the last week or so. 
um, it makes sense to stay with the heavyweights, right? Because uh, we've seen some more developments regarding this Dylan White versus Deontay Wilder. No, not Deontay. <laughs> That's what my mind's trying to say. <laughs> but <laughs> this Dylan White versus Tyson Fury situation with the OBC. Um, yeah, because obviously for the past month and so, we sort of, it's been back and forth, I guess. Um, the WBC finally ordered it. But obviously White, I think, is disputing the fact that I think the WBC are basically trying to enforce a 80-20 split in terms of the purse in favor of Tyson Fury. Um, so I think that he was taken, he had, I think that's what he had the arbitration course, uh, um, he had the arbitration um, uh, lawsuit, I guess, with the WBC over, right? Over that sort of pay package split. Um, yeah. And uh, obviously we've seen stuff like, obviously Team Fury, or well, Bob Aram has been saying that, you know, White's asking for 10 million and he's trying to price, he's pricing himself out to fight, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, we've since, I think it's been reported now that the OBC have basically enforced the fact that it's going to be an 80-20 split. Um, and yeah, if, if the fight's going to go to purse bids and it needs to, you know, something needs to be, you know, I think they need to agree, as in both camps need to agree the dates and whatnot for the fight by a certain date, I think by, uh -huh. is it February 11th, I think? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think something around, yeah, a certain date basically. And if nothing's been agreed by then, it would then go into purse bits. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm sort of reading all of this. I'm looking at, but you know, from both sides and whatnot, and I can really understand White's gripes here in this situation. I mean, 80-20 seems like a, it's, it's a robbery, to be honest. Um, but at the same time, I honestly feel like White needs to hold that. I know it's a piss take. I know that, you know, he's getting paid peanuts to fight a champion, but you've been waiting for over a thousand days for this title shot. These, you know, the WBC itself have messed you around for so long. You've been so, so patient. So just take the fight and obviously do what you need to do. If you win, then boom, the ball's in your court. You can then renegotiate if there's a rematch clause or whatever, if they want to have a rematch and you're in the driving seat in terms of what you can command and what you can demand at the table in terms of what you want to get paid. So I know it hurts, it is a violation, but sometimes that's, that's a violation might have to be held in order for you to get something bigger in the end. And I do remember, for example, when Tyson Fury was fighting Klitschko in Germany, it was something similar in the sense that Tyson Fury got paid peanuts for that fight. Yeah, he got nothing, like he got, compared to what Klitschko got, it was peanuts. Obviously Tyson went there, took it, got the W, and obviously what happened to him, I guess, superstar. I guess, in that sense. So, obviously, I'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen with White and Thingy, but yeah, like I said, you've been, wait, you've been waiting for so long, man. You've been waiting for so long. I, I think I think you'll take it. I, I don't think you won't take it. I think they'll negotiate a deal and they'll make a fight. Um, obviously, um, the 80-20 rule is what they're implementing. Obviously, they can negotiate something different. You can negotiate maybe more, perhaps. But if it goes to purse bids, that's what is going to be on the table. The issue is, it's the WBC again moving nuts because for, for their, rule, yeah. Yeah. their rule state, interim champion versus the champion, it's a 55 to 45% split. Yeah, The minimum for a mandatory is 70, 30%. 30. That's, yeah. that's the minimum for a mandatory. Yeah. So, and that's in their own rule book. The yeah. minimum for a mandatory is 70, 30. All of a sudden, they've come out and said, oh, it's 80, 20 based on their previous earnings. That's yeah. not in your rules. You can't. They, they do it all the time. It's the WBC who committed the crimes 
with um, Oscar Valdez versus Robson Coke itself, where they said, oh, they moved the goalposts regarding what's a bad substance and what's not. Now for Dylan White, someone they've been shagging for time, for years, <laughs> for time they've been shagging him, they've come out and shagged him again. They've changed, they've chucked their rule book out the window and said, oh, based on your previous earnings, it's 80, 20%. So WBC, yeah, have a serious vendetta against Dylan White. It's nuts. There's, there's, there's no two ways about it, bro. They have a serious, serious vendetta against him. Let's say his name, Mauricio Suleiman. Mauricio Suleiman. Mauricio Suleiman has an issue, a serious issue with Dylan White. There's a serious problem. From... From back from when they were protecting Beyonce Wilder for ages, and now we're seeing it with Fury. It's like a, almost the same thing, because um, you know, you know, they're allowing Fury to go and fight. Obviously, or if if this white fight isn't made, they're saying that Fury can fight. Um, obviously, someone else apart from the mandatory, and the title doesn't have to be on the line. So yeah, man, there's a serious issue there between the two camps between Marissa Suleiman and this team and didn't whiten his team because what they've been doing to this man, this is, this is bullying. <laughs> yeah. They bullied this man for three plus years, bro. I'm not even joking. It's a mad thing. Like, if he takes him to court again or for over this way, if this is what they're fighting in the court case, he has every right to because he's been paying his sanctioning fees. He's been doing all of that. And to your point about the Klitschko Fury fight, um, Klitschko won't even make it this much bread that's been made now. The amount of bread on the table for this fight compared to the kids for eight months, mm. Fury, like the prospect of how much he's going to earn weren't huge. I, I do Fury... believe he's going to... Yeah, sorry, no, go on. I do believe White will take this fight. I will... He will take whatever he's given, but they've shagged him massively. Yeah. And they sh... the Fury camp is shagging him in negotiations. They were talking about, what, 10%? <laughs> and obviously, he can, see in the rule book, he can see in the rule book that he's meant to get 45%. Yeah. I don't think he was even asking for that. But now they've moved this 80, 20% thing up. He must be burning. Yeah, I do yeah, think no, he'll take it. I, like I said, it's one of the ones where it's going to really hurt. It's a serious violation. But, yeah, some things you've just got to take. And obviously, if you back yourself, which I know he will, he's a type of guy, he will always back himself. And you back yourself and you come up with a W, um, it opens, I guess, a wealth of, you know, um, a wealth of riches for you. So, yeah, one of them calculated risks, I guess. To, to be honest, he's not even the side that's been threatening to pull out. <laughs> there's one side he's been saying, oh, yeah, we're going yep. to explore other options. There's one, yeah, there's one side that, <laughs> despite saying that, you know, the wind's give him a chance or whatever they're talking about now, they're, they're looking like they're ducking. I can't lie. <laughs> looking like they're running. No, it's true. Um, it's, they say White's pricing himself out the fire, yep. this and that. Once but again. Certain people have said it's not about money before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we, we've discussed that length, Tyson Fury, man. We know. And, even, we know. and another thing, another thing, a lot of people are getting onto White, White saying, nah, he's the one who's making this fight difficult, but his demands. These are the same people who are now bringing up White's previous earnings. Yep. Who were saying AJ versus Wilder should be 50-50. Yep. And we were talking about how much each person brings to the table. Yep. We were saying it can't be 50-50. Mm-hmm. And when they were talking about Fury versus AJ, they were saying it should be 50-50. Mm-hmm. I was like, it can't be 50-50 when you're looking at their earnings. This isn't a mandatory. This isn't um, overseen by a governing body where the rule state is 55 or 50-50. This is two fighters trying to make a fight happen. Yeah. And that's when you could talk about what they bring to the table. Yeah, The same people who were screaming 50-50 back then because of, oh, he's fought this, he's fought this. It shouldn't be about the money. And now saying, oh, but why only made this much in his last fight? So therefore, yeah. he should only get 10%. 
You lot well said, no, nuts. well said, it's true. No, <laughs> you lot be nuts all the time. Like, this man. one is actually a yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Basically, everyone, everyone's twerking for their favorites, man. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's boxing, it's boxing. It's, it's, yeah, it happens all the time, man. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it develops. I, yeah, I, I, I do think that White will take it, and I think he should take it. Um, yeah, man, just get your show out there, man. Man, it's you, you waited too long, man. It's, 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 it's far too long. Just you just got to do it. <laughs> got to bite the bullet and take it. Um, yeah, hopefully. The, you know, I guess money-wise, they like you said, they might be able to negotiate something under the side with each other in terms of maybe yes, cool, the pay splits like this, but you know, the the pay-per-view profits, for example, might you know he might get a certain percentage of that, etc., to try and sweeten the deal for him. Um, so yeah, hopefully they might be able to organ- you know negotiate something there. Um, but yeah, once again, with WBC are moving mad towards Dylan White. They've got a serious issue in vendetta against him, and. Yeah, um, I couldn't, you know, it can be disheartening seeing this for Dylan White, man. Like, he's probably thinking, what the hell have I done <laughs> to you lot? <laughs> but yeah. If he, um, if he catches Mauricio Sullivan, my what gosh. <laughs> what up? What up? Struggle that dude. But yeah, hopefully we see the fight. That's this what I feel about this it. Makes you, this, you know, this makes me want White to win even more, you know, because it's like all these obstacles front, put in front of a man by, by a governing body. And he's beating the odds. And if, if he wins and takes that WBC strap, Mauricio, <laughs> don't, don't try and beg it with him then. Oh, my champ, my heavyweight champ. Mm, don't try don't try and beg it. <laughs> White should burn that belt if he gets Fam, it. burn it. <laughs> Throw it in the trash. <laughs> but it's going to be Pete because when he loses, they're going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course, of course. You know, gonna... you, you know how the game goes, man. It's, it's a dirty game, man. <laughs> As, uh, hopefully we get the fight. That's all I care about. You That's guys, true. Well, I, you, know I, I, you know I'm on. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know why people fight for other people's money. Mm. <laughs> I ain't going to see a penny of that. So, mm. But yeah, just make the fight happen, man. Yeah, man. For real, for real. Um, got another uh, bit of news to bring to you um, regarding, I guess, the status of fights in January in this country. Um, what is it, Flores? Is it the, what the British uh, Boxing Board of Control have suspended mm. all boxing activity in January for the football? Well, I guess for the month of January for now, anyways. Yeah. I guess due to you know COVID situations and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, painful one. Yeah, so British mm. Board of Control have come out and said, yeah, they're suspending boxing for for this month, um, which obviously puts in jeopardy. Well, it's confirmed that. Um, Liam Williams versus Chris Eubank Jr. That card is going to be postponed yet again. So it's about a, four or five times now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a blow. I think last time was because Liam Williams was injured. Yeah. And then before that, wasn't Chris Eubank Jr. injured or something? Yeah. What happened there? I think it was injury as well. I swear there might have been COVID as well at one point. Um, but yeah, some injury-related for sure. Yeah, so that's been pushed back again. And yeah. they, were, they were trying to stack that card, I know. So yeah, a lot of, yeah fights on that card mm. yeah that's been pushed back so if there's any update on when that's going to be made yeah. or any update from the British Board of Control then we'll let you know but yeah sad for UK boxing no home cards for this month we have to rely yeah. on America yeah they, they would give a toss out there we remember back then when over here they were doing like fight camps and cards with no crowds and we'll go and watch a card at the Barracar, Atlanta or something. Place full capacity. <laughs> I said, wait, what? Vegas full was full. Capacity. I said, yeah, they're different over there. They're different. 
And uh, yeah. but yeah, hopefully things look up. Yeah, we get some boxing in the UK. Uh huh. Absolutely, because nothing beats a home card. To be honest, in terms of the atmosphere, all them things there. Like we know, we definitely know how to put on the show. But, well, matchroom know how to put on the show. <laughs> uh sometimes Frank warranty. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully that doesn't extend to February because there's quite a few, I guess, biggish home cards coming in Feb. Um, you'll see your boys, Brook and Khan, are finally getting it on in Feb. So I know that's a that's a big one for you. Um, you know what? I'm, 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 as, as the build up's going on, I'm looking forward to it. You know, you, I'm, you start, I'm getting, it sounds warm to uh, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting, I want to watch it. <laughs> well, I need to I see because I'm cooking whoever loses. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> It's like we we, no, we said it's two it's what eight years too late or whatever and it's kind yeah. of like a fan robbery because we never got to see these two in their prime get it on but because that needle's still there like I watched the press conference the first one and obviously the way them two were going at each other from the jump like they still hate each other isn't it? and yeah. yeah so that's got me thinking yeah it's hilarious because both these guys are very washed um, but it's still something that will be exciting to watch, I think, in terms of the atmosphere and just what's on the line. It'll be tense yeah. because of what's... Because of the bragging rights that are on the line, because they... It's the bragging rights. They will... You can tell, they will both hate to lose to each other. It will be so bad for them to lose the them. The person who loses can't walk the streets no more. Because the... they both <laughs> talk a lot of smack about how they bash each other up and sparring or whatever. It's a real grudge match. And that always wins in it, so... Yeah. What well, it isn't, it's not an indication of who was the better fighter because these guys have both finished. Facts. They're both finished. Facts. So it's you, purely you bragging rights, bro. It's just bragging rights now. Pure like pride. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully this um, yeah, this January bang doesn't extend further. It shouldn't do, I don't think, but you never know. Obviously, this is we're still in the corona world. So who knows? Who knows? But yeah, man, make sure we wrap it up there. Nice little light one to start the year off. Um, once again, I want to wish all you listeners a happy new year. Um, and yeah, it is, you know, it's going to be a good year of boxing. I can tell, man. <laughs> yeah. A great year of boxing. Looking forward to it. Hopefully we get our wish list that we outlined in the yep. last episode. Facts. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah. But don't put your hat on it. <laughs> <laughs> we know what boxing's like, man. Um, no. Yeah. All right, cool. So yeah, this has been episode 71 of the Strat Season Podcast. I'll be your boy, Cam. I'll be your boy, Flo's. And thank you for keeping it locked. Check us out on all the streaming platforms and YouTube as well. Peace. <laughs>